four, three. Dreams are funny things. They not only reflect our deepest desires for who we want to become, but also the lies that we want to have. They're windows into our soul and our intended futures. So why is it that so few of our dreams ever seem to come true? Well, we'll find out on this episode 26 of The Robert and Mike Show. Bringing you casual conversation and thoughtful advice. It's personal development with a touch of sass and a healthy dose of panache. Welcome to The Robert and Mike Show with your hosts, Robert Schantz and Mike Paganelli. And welcome back to this next episode of the Robert and Mike Show. I am your host, Robert Schantz, here with my favorite co-host in the world, Mr. Mike Paganelli. Mike, how are you today? Hey, Robert. It's funny. I was going to say the same thing about you, my favorite co-host, <laughs> Robert Schantz. I think we're everybody's favorite co-host, right? I think we're the new uh, Kelly and whoever she's going to pick as her You replacement. know, I'm in the running for that. Are you? I yeah, think that would be I fabulous. I application i haven't heard back from them yet well uh, you know i'm sure they have a long list of people that they're considering <laughs> but you would have my vote <laughs> thank I'd you i'd love to hear kelly could truly rip it up yeah me and miss ripper the the kelly and robert show that was a lie with kelly and robert yes it has a ring to it i wonder if robert and kelly though doesn't that sound better Robert and Kelly show, yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. You think sure. she'll play second fiddle to me? I don't know. She doesn't strike me as a second fiddler type. No. No, well, you know, she's the star of that show. Well, your first fiddle in my book, so they that's all that a little, uh, you know, I saw a little on the choir or something mm. about, did they have a little uh, tiff or something? So that whole thing was really strange. Apparently, she was the only one that didn't know he was leaving the show. And it was like a complete surprise when they announced it. So she got pissed. She's like, What? And so it was kind of like a little bit of a uh, slap in the face to her. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't think she took too kindly to it. Is this what the, so you read this in what, people or you know, online I, blogs? In or? my deep research of deep this research? topic is uh, this is what I've come up with. Uh, and by know. deep research, I mean Howard Stern. I like him. I just didn't see the two of them together. I didn't either. It, you know, it, it, it never fit right for me. I mean, I never really watched the show, so I can't really yeah. say. But the couple of times that I did, I just... Um, I was too used to seeing her and Regis. So I'm, I always have that in my eye. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, because Regis start. You know, I always go back to the days of uh, uh, Regis and Kathy. Oh, Lee. those were the uh. days. Those were the days. Yeah, so that's hard to re that's hard to replace. The whole show's kind of just morphed into now it's a different type of show. Yeah, so you have sure. a different following. So I guess part of the controversy is that NBC is maybe thinking about doing away with the show and extending the Good Morning America to, t to take over that show, essentially. So in other words, instead of having two shows, they would just have one longer show. Oh, kind of okay. like the way the Today Show has the fourth yes, hour with yes. um, Hoda yeah. and Kathy Lee. Yeah. Well, I like the fact that they're, you know, I, I did read th this week that, or heard on a, a radio show the other day, that the, uh, the death, the slow death of the, uh, what do you call those shows? Of the morning reality shows. shows. The oh, reality shows. Or reality shows. Really? Yeah, scripted shows are making a comeback in really? Hollywood. Really? Yeah, which oh. is a good thing. Well, some would argue that the reality shows are scripted. They are <laughs> to some degree. However, the scripted shows, you know, you get different type. You get actors. You get real actors in there. Right. However, here's the big challenge. Uh oh. Now that the whole morphism of reality shows and scripted shows going away, now the people that are the the backside, like the writers and producers and stuff. They're getting paid a lot less. 
Interesting. Yeah. So the writers, you know, you might get a writing job on a scripted show, but you're not getting paid what you did in the I days. would think the unions would have something to say about that. Yeah. Aren't the, isn't that all unionized, all those jobs? To some degree, but still, you know. Well, my job to be unionized. It, the, studios, the studios are always looking for a way to make a buck. Always. Forget the people that are the actual true workers. Yep. You know, exactly what's going on in this world. Wages haven't risen. Oh, no. It's crazy. So that is true. So you have a little head cold. Yeah, I apologize today. to the yeah. audience for my uh, nasally sounding voice today. I uh, was a little bit under the weather yesterday, and I'm feeling, surprisingly, I'm feeling better just in your company. Oh, I good. feel like I'm on the mend. Well, you celebrated uh, a birthday this week. I did. I celebrated uh, a birthday last weekend, which Memorial Day weekend, uh-huh. and that was so much fun. We got the absolute best weather in Palm Springs I feel like I've ever had. It mm. was 96, 7 in the day, uh-huh. so warm enough where you could be in the pool, and then at night it cooled down to like upper 60s. Oh, that's so very nice. So it was just fantastic. If you've never been to Palm Springs, our listeners, I highly recommend going there for a weekend or a week. It's almost spiritual oh, yeah, to it was go out there. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah, and we've talk, I've talked about it in the past. The reason why it's so spiritual is because Palm Springs sits on top of the largest aquifer in the state of California. Right, you mentioned that before so in another show. Healing properties. Yeah. So if there's any water left in there. Do yourself a favor if you're listening to the show, book a trip to Palm Springs. It is fun. And stay in Palm Springs. Yes. Yeah. Better than Palm Desert or some of the other places. Yeah. Although Palm Desert's nice. So this message was brought to you by the Palm Springs <laughs> Chamber of Commerce, encouraging you to spend your vacations in Palm Springs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so really. then your birthday, you had went out to dinner with your with Michael. With Michael, Michael and I just had a quiet uh, birthday dinner at Alexander's, which is one of my favorite Italian restaurants in San Diego. Oh, where's that? It's in North Park, on the border of North Park South Park. Uh-huh. It is the same owners as Old Venice in Point Loma. Oh, I think I've been there. It's great. It's the food is so delicious. Yeah. We got uh, we, and the highlight was I love this wine. It's called the Prisoner. It's a $40 bottle of wine, more than I typically spend on wine, but it was my birthday, and I was just craving this wine because I had it at one point, and it was absolutely delicious. So The, the highlight, Prisoner. The Prisoner. So the highlight was I bought a bottle of that wine, and we had it opened at the restaurant and drank it. Red or white? Red. Okay. It's like a blend. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That wine pretty much knocked me on my you-know-what. You know mm-hmm. It was strong. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I woke up with a cold, so I don't know, I don't know how that happened. You would think the wine would well, have killed all that. Right, 45, right. so you're getting old. You're more susceptible to the viruses going out there. I think it was just due to the fact that I really was worn down. We have been on the go nonstop, nonstop. My body is just kind of giving me a signal, slow down. So I'm taking this as an opportunity to slow down. I'm going to go home, make some homemade chicken soup, and that will be my weekend. That sounds like fun. I got a really busy weekend besides doing this today and doing my, I already did my Costco run this yep, morning. Yeah, you so got to get the Costco in that. There. But uh, I got a party tonight up in North County at oh. a friend's house. Uh, Anybody I know? Uh, I don't think so. You might know of them, but I don't think you, you know them. You might have met them. Hmm. And then it's actually a reunion from this group of guys. We go to Palm Springs every year. Oh, how funny. Look at tournament. that. How so fun. Okay. Yeah, Palm Springs, this is like the... Story today, and so it's kind of like a little reunion for that. And then tomorrow, I have another uh, wine party at a friend's house. He he, he won this uh, at a fundraiser. Tw- he can have up to twenty people for a wine tasting party. 
You are just like Mr. Social. Yeah, this weekend busy. Wow, look at you go. And then, of course, I'm getting together with my other business partner, too. We're hatching our, hatching our next plans. Very exciting. Yeah, so figuring out a way to bring you on board because we need your expertise. Well, doesn't everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. So oh. today we're talking about uh, dreams and what happens when your dreams Yeah, I, this is a, this is a good topic. I just delivered a little talk on this this last week in some ways, and it's a, I think it's very timely. So you had a packed room, I heard. Packed room. Uh, an intimate, an intimately packed room mm -hmm. where we're talking about where we're talking about what uh, gets in our way of uh, making our dreams come true. Well, it's a great thing to talk about because actually, I, you know, ironically, we both said, "What should we talk about today?" And well, I there are no accidents. Yeah, there are no accidents. You know, energies unite. I wanted to talk about how I just went to my one of my best friends. Her daughter graduated from high school, and listening to the speeches of the valedictorian, the class presidents. I guess they have three presidents now in high school. Three, really? Yeah, three of the senior class. Three or four. There was a few of them. Uh, but all these speeches about when you're graduating from high school and about all your dreams and your plans and your vision and your hopes and what you see about, you know, you're going to go out to the world and kill it. The world is your oyster. Yeah. And I'm sitting there saying to my friend, I go, these kids have no idea what's about to hit them. Well, you're a curmudgeon. <laughs> you're well, worn out. You face reality. I'm like, okay, you know, life happens. So you get out there, and you, you got to be prepared for it. So do they do the speeches now where it's point-counterpoint? So the one president delivers the optimistic speech, and the other one comes up and says, look, <laughs> life sucks. Well, I want to just be more pragmatic towards them. I'm like, look, I love the fact that your parents have basically shielded you all the way up to the age of 18. And now you're going to go out and kill the world and do whatever you want in college or the military or, or whatever. Be prepared, because life does happen. So you would call that unbridled optimism, <laughs> right? Horses running free in the field. Well, what happens is you go out and life happens, and you end up with this, you said uh, defeated? Defeatist? Defeatist attitude. You end up bitter to some degree. And I'm not saying, I'm not being like, um, uh, what, what's Debbie Downer? Word? Yeah, I'm not being Debbie Downer. I'm being reality about this is what happens. Be prepared for it. So we're going to talk about what happens when our dreams get shattered what to do so would you say though that and we we always talk about the ero here mm -hmm. right events plus response equals outcome by yep. jack hanfield so would you say that that's a choice people get to make that that reaction the, re the reaction of being like response that response of oh this is sucks what was i thinking such well a everything's a choice okay everything's a choice in life so really what we want to do is we talk about Choices. We always talk about choices on this show because ultimately we know that it's up to each one of us and mm -hmm. our choices we make as to how things unfold. Yeah. So we have the option. Yeah. Because it's really what you're allowing into your world and the hopes and dreams that you have when you graduate from high school, even graduate from college, even once you get your degree and move out into the world, you know, you go up into this attitude that, okay, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to get a job. And then what happens is you get out and you can't find one. You know, yeah, all bummer. of a sudden, you know, wait a minute, I just got a college degree. I should be hired. And we're living in a world that a lot of these people's dreams get shattered even after post-college. Uh, and they got to have a, a mindset check. Well, some of it's uh, just a tougher reality that we exist in today. Mm -hmm. So uh, we do a lot of 
I, and, and I think day to day there's all this talk about millennials and this type of thing. I think there's actually a new generation now beyond millennial, right? So there's the millennials and now there's a new generation, like people that are born in like the 2000s. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I think there's a new one. But the idea is that they grow up in a world that's a completely different than the world that you and I grew up in. And I think the biggest difference between like our generation and these millennial plus sub-millennials is that they are exposed to so much more, right? Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, all these social media outlets have increased the awareness of people. And so people aren't doing the traditional things anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you come out of high school or college with a dream and unbridled optimism because you see what other people are doing and then sometimes... I love that word, unbridled optimism. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Sometimes things just don't pan out. So the question is, is how do you deal with that, right? How do you deal with things when they don't pan out the way you expect it? Uh, you know, I, I was talking to you earlier before the show and I was telling you about when I, when I get a new client and a new person in my company and I'm getting them situated, I, I told you, I'd rather have someone that's 20, 25, mm -hmm. that is pretty young and hasn't had <laughs> life happen to them. Now this is for professional purposes, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> yes, no, exactly. I thought you were talking about your dating criteria. No. Okay. Well, that too. Right. But I'd rather have somebody that hasn't had life happen to them because they're easier to mold and train and coach and teach as opposed to somebody that's come in that's in their maybe 40s or 50s and had stuff happen to them in their life and then they show up and they have they have a mindset that's not the best mindset in the world and they already have that defeat defeated attitude so do you think it's possible to have that 20 year old mindset as an older individual yes okay it is how so well you got to look at what happens what happens when you fail you know what happens when you fail? You, you know, you take chances in life. You go out, you get, you know, people say, oh, you should go for this job, and you don't get that job. Or you say, oh, people say, go out and get this, you know, start a company, and you start the company, and it fails. Or, you know, you have a dream to write a book, and you write a book, and it does nothing. So it didn't work. What then? The defeated feelings from failure come from letting all your hopes and happiness ride on dreams coming true. But here's what you gotta do. You gotta allow yourself to appreciate the freedom and the aliveness and just having the opportunity to try and the failing would be so much less painful. So I you like have that. to go become comfortable with the fact that, okay, at least I had the opportunity to do something like that. So today I think it's uh, important to maybe mention just a timestamp, uh, you know, Muhammad Ali passed yes. away today. And so obviously it's all, everything is all about Muhammad Ali, but I. I didn't realize that he has this quote, and I think this is maybe somewhat relevant to what you're talking about. It says, impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in a world they've been given than explore the power that they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact, it's an opinion. Impossible is not a declaration, it's a dare. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Impossible is nothing. Mm -hmm. So think about that, right? Like when we talk about failure and how some people just let failure to stop them in their tracks. Mm -hmm. Thinking, oh, this is impossible. Mm -hmm. It's just a mindset, right? 
but you choose. Change the word from impossible to I'm possible. Oh, that's I've I seen love that before. Oh my god, I love that one. That is the <laughs> the cliche of cliches yeah. of motivational speaking. Everybody together, say it. I'm <laughs> possible. I'm Apparently, you've possible. been to a lot of self-help seminars. Um, no, actually, it was poked fun at in this movie called "Hello, My Name Is Doris" with Sally Field. Which, by the way, Sally Field. I highly recommend it. It's amazing. I haven't seen it. Amazing movie. It will bring a smile to your face. How old is it? The movie? Like a year. We just saw it. We just saw it at Landmark Theater not that long ago. Oh, great movie. But anyway, one of the people there is a motivational speaker, and he's like, "I'm possible." (laughs) So I was just like, "Oh my god!" I'm never using that again. My my enhanced fire stick, which I still, which I still do not have yet. Well, if you want one, just let me know. I need to put an order in. Got to put an order in and the check. Okay. Let me know. I do have an enhanced, and this episode is not bought by Amazon, (laughs) just just so people know. So, so can I talk? I want to just mention something about you know dreams and goals. Well, before yeah, please, Muhammad Ali. I was listening to a few tributes online. Okay. And I was pretty young when all this was happening, but apparently there was a time where Muhammad Ali was refusing to go to, to be drafted in the military to go to Vietnam. Okay. I was. I'm, I don't know that much about him. Yeah, there was some Supreme Court decision. He says I. He has a Buddhist philosophy. He changed his name to Muhammad Ali, because he, he was very sacred about life and and people, so he had this spiritual side to him. And he mm-hmm. says I'm not going to go and kill people. Conscientious objector. Yep. And I guess something. I don't know the whole story. I need to research it. But it sounds like a pretty good story. I think so. I think uh, I. I feel like I'm missing out by not knowing more about the man. Okay, so you were going to say something. I was just going to say, when we talk about dreams and how sometimes our dreams don't come true, one of the things that I, I did in my little talk this last week was kind of highlight three kind of keys that might help you along in terms of making those dreams come true. Mm-hmm. And the three are clarity, connectedness, and commitment. Okay. So I really feel that in order to make our dreams come true, we have to be really, really clear on what the dream is. Oftentimes people will say like, oh, I dream of having a big house or I dream of having money or whatever the dream may be. It may not even be related to that. But ultimately, it's not that which is what we truly dream of. What we dream of is maybe the freedom that comes with having money or Well, money does buy you freedom. For sure. And give you options. Without a doubt. So I think being clear is so key. And too often I think if we're not clear, then it's really easy for our dreams just to slip away. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I think the second part of that is connection. How connected are we to that dream? How does it make us feel? How would we feel if they came about? What is the feeling we're trying to get with the realization of that dream? Mm-hmm. And really put yourself in that place and always remind yourself of that feeling that you're trying to obtain. And then finally, commitment. You know, Are you more committed to where you're at or where you want to be? And that's the key one. It's all about commitment, commitment to making those dreams come true. Well, nothing happens unless there's some commitment. An absolute commitment. Yeah. And I see a lot of people that come in and would say they want to do something, but their commitment level is not there. Well, here's what I would say. I would say that they are committed. They're very committed. They're just very committed to what they have. Right? They're, they're more committed to where they're at or what they're doing or their habits than they are committed to what they say they want. Explain that. So uh, my belief is that we're all very committed individuals. So, for example, I want to lose some weight. We were talking about that earlier. But you know what? How many times have I been to the gym this week? How many times have I worked out this week? Very few. Why? Because I'm more committed to not working out than I am to working out. So I have to change my level of commitment to a different attitude. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm very committed. I'm very committed to not working out. I think Patty LaBelle had a song named after that. New What's attitude. That a new attitude. Mm-hmm. I do need a new attitude, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's my little talk on that. We got a large crowd here today at the yeah. hut. Lots it's of noise, and maybe you may have heard the um, the ass hat pull up in his uh, motorbike. Oh my God! Let's let's not talk about. I'm not that. a fan of those. I'm a fan of the bikes. I think they're beautiful, but I think they're obnoxious with the yeah. noise they make. Yeah, I agree. I should just be relegated to certain areas. <laughs> it's noise pollution. Yeah, totally. All right, so what do we do about this? Um, how do we help people if they get through, you know, as we said before, goals or dreams with an action plan? Well, I, you know, I think that you should never, ever lose your dreams because dreams are sacred. I like to think that dreams do three things. They inspire us. They give us a sense of what our future can be and our best selves. They liberate us. They liberate us from our current scenario, our current status quo in the present. And they are windows into our soul. They are a reflection of the greatness that we see within ourselves. Because if we can't dream it, we we can only dream what we think we're capable of of having. Mm -hmm. You can't dream something you're not capable of having. Mm -hmm. And I like to make a difference between a dream and a wish. I think sometimes people use those two words interchangeably, but they're very different. Because a dream is something that's actually possible. It's within your control. A wish is more fanciful and not necessarily in our control. It's kind of, we deep down we know it can't really happen. For example, you know, my the example I used in my talk is I said my grandparents passed away over 10 years ago now, and there's not a day that goes by that I don't wish I could talk to them or see them, but that's a wish, that's not a dream. So we need to be really careful about distinguishing between the two. So have a dream, because dreams are possible. You can make your dreams come true. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how clear you are, how connected you are, and how committed you are. Mm-hmm. And then there are three types of obstacles that I think that stand in people's way, maybe more so than, than other obstacles that interfere with that a little bit. Okay. Are you curious as to what I think those might be? Yeah, go ahead. Call these the, the, three, the three confidence traps. So the first confidence trap is the awareness trap. A lot of times people don't move in the direction of their dreams simply because they don't know enough. They, they don't have the information they need to see a clear path to where they are to where they want to go. So they don't act. It's just easier to have that dream. Well, like that's the getting ready to get ready to get ready. Right. It's, the dr- it's like the carrot. The dream is the carrot always dangled in front of the course, horse's face. That's it, from the disc perspective, that's the high C or the high S and C wanting to know everything before they proceed. Right, so you have to just... Instead of the driver mentality, just say, let's just go do it and we'll figure it out later. Right, or ask questions, right? The, the way out of the awareness trap is to ask questions. Well, what do you need to know? Okay. Was, if, and the way that you can do it is just be really, really broad. Say, if there was one thing, what's the one thing I really need to know right now to help me move forward? And just ask that question. Well, and you'll figure it out. You know what the questions are. Mm-hmm. You just have to ask them. And then I guarantee you, the answers are there too. The answers are available to be discovered. So just ask, start asking questions. Okay. And then the second one is the ability trap. I think too often we judge our s- chances of success or failure in achieving our dream based on our current ability as opposed to our capabilities. So if you just judge everything that you were ever going to have in your life based on what you're able to do today, it would be very, very small. We're not static individuals, right? We're constantly growing, learning, evolving. So don't- Hopefully. Hopefully, but we are. And we just, unless you're a hermit under a rock, chances are you're evolving to some degree, right? 
maybe not in the right direction, but we're evolving all the time. We're changing all the time. So the important thing is not to evaluate whether or not you think you can succeed or fail based on what you could do today, but what your potential is, what you're capable of doing. Mm -hmm. And we're all capable of more than we have today. We're capable of learning something new. We're capable of developing a new skill. If it's more physical, you know, unless there's obviously something that might be um, physically a limitation, we're all capable of developing physically. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing that we can't move into in our potential, and that that's huge. And then I think the third trap is the expectations trap. I think too often we set expectations to such a degree that it makes it impossible for us to ever get to the realization. Um, and so we really have to be check our expectations. You know, what is the realistic time frame that this is going to happen in? You know, a lot of times people say, oh, I don't have it yet, so I give up. Well, maybe it just takes some time. Maybe you need to, climb, you know, you summit the mountain, not in one fell swoop. You've got to acclimate to different layers, right? When you climb Everest, you don't just go from sea level to the top. You have to spend time at different altitude levels so you can acclimate so it makes it easier to summit. So everything is in phases and steps. So govern those expectations. So those are the three things that I think kind of stand up. Well, I, I like that third one again. Repeat that. The expectations trap? Yeah. The expectations. A lot of people quit right before they achieve success. And right. we live in such a self-gratified society, we want it immediately, we want it now. And I see a lot of people come in and they're not willing to pay the price of what it's going to cost, including the time and effort. And it's been said, one of my person's uh, greatest mentors that I follow, he says, you're five years away from having a massive success. People aren't prepared for five years. They want no. it like with the, if they don't see it within six months in the this one in the real estate business in the industry I'm in, they're like, okay, well this screws, I'm I'm gone. Right, and they're not willing to pay the price. But somewhere, somewhere along the way, somebody put that seed into their head that that's the time frame, right? Oh, you well, you bring like these reality shows like American Idol, right. where you go on this reality show and all of a sudden you're an overnight success. Right, it's a, it's completely. And by the way, how many of those American Idol winners have actually amounted to anything? Very few in the 20 years it was on, right? Well, no, they have some, like Carrie Underwood yeah. and the first one that won it. Ke Kelly Clarkson? Kelly. Yeah, but that's like a couple, yeah. right? So, any other thoughts on, on this? Uh, plain and simple, here's a thought. Don't give up on your dreams and accept failure. Once you accept failure, it allows you, and people don't, people don't, succeed forward they fail forward fail forward so embrace that failure as a learning opportunity when i'm coaching somebody and they come in oh my god this happened this happened i go what did you learn out of it i like to say failure is an illusion there's no such thing as failure failure is a label we put on something failure is a label we put on a result that was not what we expected to occur that's all failure is Embrace, embrace stuff it like, could be better. yeah, you're alive, you're healthy, you're free, you have people who love you, and you have the capacity to be grateful for this life and the ability to even contemplate following your dreams, let alone throw everything you've got into the fray. Yeah, just lighten up, right? That was another episode we did. Just lighten up. You're, you're, you're not going to have all your dreams come true. Life's going to happen. Check out. Shit happens. We, if you're new to the show or you're just kind of catching in at a later episode, I encourage you to listen to those two episodes. Lighten up and I think stop it. Yeah. Failure isn't so bad when you realize that taking the steps to make your dreams come true is a dream coming true itself. The fact that you can do that. It's a gift. Yeah.
It is. Yeah, never, never let your dreams go. They are a sacred reflection of who you are, your most authentic self, and what you are truly capable of, of having for your life. So great, don't let them go. Yeah, great book to read would be The Dream Giver. Oh, I never heard of, of this. One. Yeah, great book. Is either the dream giver or the dream catcher one of them? I can't remember which one was. That's a big difference. A company hired uh, this guy to come in and help people fulfill their dreams. That's all the book was about. Dream giver sounds more accurate. Yeah. So it's been. A, I read so many books. I can't remember which book is which. But well, great book to read. Well, sounds fantastic. All right. So plans for the week. Plans for the week. I am hoping for a less crazy week. I'm just going to kind of slow down a little bit, recover. My big plans Go are... Go make your chicken soup. Going to make my chicken soup. Going to get myself back into health. Going to start working out, running you more. You start taking care of yourself. I need you in tip-top shape. Yeah, it's been... Uh, I just lay, let my... I push myself too far. So, So you know, we've talked about this in the past. You know, if it's not your hip, <laughs> then you got a cold, then you got something... Mike, what do we got to do? I know it's like a medical report. It's <laughs> falling apart. I got it's time to take it's time to take the uh, the car to the shop. I always said, you know, if you were on the farm animal back on the farm, we take you behind the barn and shoot you. I'm really I'm really not this bad. I know it sounds bad when we're on <laughs> when we talk about it, but I think it might be a stress of the home life. Who knows? I don't know. It's something. <laughs> How about you? Any plans for this week? Um. Yeah. I do actually have plans. <laughs> Excellent. Refining that business plan I've been working on for the last few weeks. Yeah, well, you know, here's the funny thing is we're always moving forward. We're, every week we, we make progress, and I think that's a good thing. You throw enough crap against the wall, something's going to stick. For sure. And that's kind of in the mode I'm in right now. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure spending this time with you and our listeners. And I, again, healthy, not so healthy, rain, shine, warm cold the robert and mike show must go on and we don't do this enough so if you liked what you heard oh yeah you know subscribe you know share this episode subscribe if you're listening on itunes or po uh, podcast addict leave us a review leave us Good, a review, bad definitely. or ugly go to the robert and mike show.com and look for past episodes if you want to listen online that way that's easy but you're probably listening on a mobile device anyway but join us on the conversation at our facebook page the robert and mike show and also on twitter at uh, Robert and Mike. All right, everybody. Well, hey, from Mike Paganelli, it's been a pleasure, and thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. And I'm Robert Schantz, wishing you all the happiness, health, and wonderful things that this life has to offer. Have a great day. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. We want it. We want it quicker. Okay. So... Here's what You're I say about something. what are you going to read for us? That well, they're my notes that I made. So the okay. defeat. So where the feelings come from? The defeated feelings from failure comes from letting all of your hopes and happiness ride on dreams coming true. So here's what you need to do: if you allow yourself to appreciate the freedom and aliveness, and just having the opportunity to try. Oh, I'm on the wrong one. I've already done that one. So what okay, happens when you fail? We're going to edit that out. Here, yeah, we'll, we'll edit this that again. Out. So you're gonna re you're gonna read us something. Well, you're not gonna read us. It's something. allowing yourself to accept the failure and just giving yourself say, hey, at least I tried. Hold on, let me let, let me enter that so that we can have a little break in the edit. Okay. So what are you gonna talk about? I don't know what I'm gonna talk about. <laughs> <You had a question. laughs>
I think I already said it. I don't know if he said it or not. Yeah. Fantastic. What was it called? Uh... What is our Twitter handle? At Robert and Mike. At Robert and Mike. At Robert and Mike. And there's that lovely yeah. bike ride. Should we just let the listeners enjoy <laughs> some of this obnoxious sound that's about to occur? <laughs> yeah, love it. All right. Mike, it's been great talking to you. Can't but hear you. I got you. a jet. Can't hear you. What? I got a jet. I got stuff going on. What? All right. Let's wait for that motorcycle to go by before we say our adieus. Adieus. And this chair and everything else that happens. <laughs> well, you want to record live at the house. So that's what you get. It's, there we go. Love that. That sounds Let's good. Let's bring that one in too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to put this on the blooper reel, right? Yep. All the noises. The. <laughs>